Hey guys, hope you're all doing well. I'm feeling a little bit scatterbrained myself. There's a couple things I want to go over with you guys. Uh, we do have the new year coming up. I believe it's this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. And I hope that you've already given some thought to what you want to accomplish in the upcoming months. Now remember, try not to put so much weight on achieving any one particular goal though. A lot of times our estimations of what we can get done or they're quite a bit off. So setting those specific goals can either either overextend us or can sell us way short. Instead of worrying about hitting some arbitrary number, focus instead on what new habits you can create, on who you can become over the next year. A lot of times, if you'll just keep your nose to the grindstone and do your best every day, you're gonna surpass all of those made up goals faster than you can really believe. Your real power comes from the compound effect of your daily habits, which is something that we talk about quite a bit here. But there is something in particular that I want to get into today. I've been thinking about this quite a bit over the last two, three months or so. And it's the idea that in reality, life is really pretty simple. We tend to overcomplicate things for ourselves by just making it into something that it's not. But at the end of the day, everything really comes down to the law of cause and effect. If you understand what you want, all you have to do to get that thing is create the right cause. And the other way around, if your life isn't where you want it to be, it's really a pretty simple matter of reverse engineering all of those decisions that you've made to figure out how you got there. Now, this seems like something obvious, um, so obvious, in fact, that it's kind of a waste of time even to mention, but I don't think so. What I see a lot of people doing, myself included, is falling into this feeling that, that things just are the way they are. And it can be hard to tell where our blind spots are because the brain likes to hide them from us. So we don't like seeing anything that contradicts our beliefs. And it's easier just to gloss over anything that would make us stop and question those beliefs. So whatever you want to accomplish this year, break it down into the most basic elements that you can. Start working on that. If you want to become financially free next year, for example, you're only going to need to focus on a couple basic uh, financial principles. You need to learn what those principles are first. If you already know them, great. Start applying them. If you don't know them, start there. you got to learn them. But it's really, like, there's nothing that complicated anywhere. I mean, anything that you undertake, even something that's, like, you know, like, complicated, like, computer programming. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to learn and a lot that goes into that. But when you identify the the basic principles, the fundamentals and you get good at those things, everything else kind of falls into place, no matter what it is that you're doing. So next thing I want to talk about this year is to try to steer away from arbitrary goals as much as possible. So if you want to get your health together this year, for example, um, which is a very high priority list for me personally, um, but if the primary motivation is just to look and feel better, you don't need to set a goal to run a marathon. If running a marathon is something that you've always wanted to do and the idea of training for it really excites you, cool, go do it. There's a reason for it. But don't commit yourself to doing something based off of what societal standards are. Like if you think that, that well, that's the epitome of fitness, why? Like, I mean, when do you ever need to run that far? I mean, practically, if you're a long distance runner, that's what you're passionate about, great, go do it. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying don't do it. But if it's just because there's an idea in your head that, well, that's what people do, or you know, I want to get my finances together, so I'm going to go be a real estate agent, or I'm going to go trade stocks. Why? Oh, well, that's that's what that's what rich people do. No, that's just some idea that people get in their heads, and then they get they get started on something because they think, oh, well, this is what you're supposed to do, and it doesn't work out for them because they they don't care about it. 
You don't need to be able to run a certain distance, to lift a certain weight, or have a certain body fat percentage to feel good about yourself, to make progress, to change who you are. You're going to get a lot more out of your time and your energy if instead you find something that you enjoy doing and you stick with it. So find something that you can commit to for its own sake. When you have intrinsic motivation for doing something, that is going to carry you pretty far on its own. So it's important to take the time to figure out what's important to you, not the people telling you what to do. For example, I've always been really fascinated by um, acrobats and like um, like the really advanced yoga practitioners who can um, demonstrate this enormous amount of control over their body. You know, like will they will they balance on one arm and move around without putting their feet down? Like, this is crazy to me. Like I think that's cool, and to me that's really inspiring. So a while back, I decided to stop worrying about how much weight I could lift or how far I could run or how fast I could run or whatever, and I started setting goals related to that. And I've been working on, you know, isometrics and balancing and stabilizing exercises because, you know, working towards imitating those movements, that's inspiring to me. Like, I will get up and go do that. Um, It's a little bit harder for me to be consistent with something that I'm not excited for the results of. If I'm going to the gym to lift weights just to get a little bit more muscular, that doesn't really, that, that doesn't light a fire inside me. You know, becoming more flexible and making all of those little stabilizing muscles strong so that I can live without pain, that's exciting to me. And it's more exciting to me at this point than being able to be faster or stronger than somebody else. Realistically, I don't have to run um, to or away from anybody very often anymore. So that, I mean, that speed isn't just it's really not that important. Um, but it's been a lot of fun watching myself get a little bit stronger each week. And, you know, I can't really show off like that I'm more flexible, but... Um, I'm in less pain, so that's good. And what's important is that I'm intrinsically motivated to do this. In the past, I didn't get into all this stuff because all the guys I went to the gym with always made fun of anybody that was doing that. So for years, I let that hold me back, but it finally clicked. Like, it's stupid for me to let other people dictate my fitness goals. It's, it's dumb. So don't let society tell you what you should be striving for. Pick your own goals and go after them. Along that same train of thought, make sure that you're breaking your goals down into achievable steps. That by itself is really the golden formula for success. It's figuring out what you need to do and then just doing it. Cause and effect. Like I said, if you want to be a rock star, you start by learning the absolute basics of your instrument, not by figuring out how to negotiate contracts with a record label. You don't jump up ahead like that. If you want to write a book, you don't worry about who's going to publish it. You just you write the book. You focus on the story. You know, you focus on the writing that you need to do today, not next week, not next year, whatever. Yeah, like you, you, you plan and you strategize and you try to um, set yourself up for success. But at the end of the day, you got to focus on what's in front of you. You know, if you're in boot camp, um, you don't worry about tomorrow because if you don't focus on what you're doing right now, you're, you're, you're just going to be miserable. Like it's, it's just too much coming at you at once. So you break those big goals down into little things that you can do today. You take it one step at a time. Looking ahead and behind a few steps, you know, you, you really don't see much change like on a day by day basis. But then you look back a year or two from now and you realize that everything has changed completely. That's the other secret ingredient, that is time. You have to give yourself time. Whatever you want to accomplish this year, if you have these big goals, that's great, awesome. Understand that a year is probably, if you're at a very basic level, if you're just getting started in something, you're probably not going to get to any massive level of success in the next year. You should strive for it. You should shoot for it. You should try to figure out what can I do to expedite this process as much as possible. 100%. Go for it. 
but realistically, if you're going to be truly great at something, you have to give yourself a couple years of consistent practice to, to get to some kind of level of mastery or expertise. So that's one side of it. The other side is that whatever it is you're undertaking, if you're looking at this huge thing that like it's this giant mountain that you have to climb, um, it might seem big, but deep down, you know that you have the ability to accomplish it. Um, you, you have to be patient with yourself though. If you're only planning for six months down the road, you're not going to make it. And I see that problem with people a lot. People that come to me asking me for advice and they're, they're trying to, they're trying to help, you know, jumpstart their life a little bit. That's great. But they they always use phrases like, well, you know, yeah, maybe a couple, three or four months down the road, I'll, I'll be somewhere. Well, uh, you'll be somewhere. You're not, you're not going to be where you want to be. Like if you're coming to me asking, well, how do I start my own business or how do I, you know, completely, completely change like my level of health and fitness. How do I get, like, it takes time. Like, and there's no getting around that. That's why like this, the new year goals, you know, set those lofty goals, shoot for them, go for them, but understand that it's going to take more than one year to get there. More than likely you have to break it down year by year. You can't restrict yourself so much. You can't put this pressure on yourself saying that I'm going to learn an entire skill and become proficient at it in six months, 12 months is ridiculous. You can get the foundation down. You can set yourself up for success. You know, like if you want to learn how to play an instrument, you can learn that instrument in a year. I mean, you can learn it in three or four months. I mean, you can be able to play it and feel like, yeah, I can play this instrument now. But you're not going to be at a professional level for quite some time. And it's it's silly to to beat yourself up for not moving faster. You can't put time limits on yourself that make you feel bad when you don't get them done. If you set those big goals but just stay focused on the daily grind, you're going to make a lot more progress. You know, you do need those goals. You do need um, a target that you can aim for or something that you're, so, you know, you're moving in a consistent direction. You might not create the life of your dreams this year, but I promise you can make a pretty big dent. Okay, so don't think I'm trying to discourage you from doing anything. I'm, I'm, I'm not. And I'm not sell, telling you to bring your expectations down. I'm telling you to to be realistic in the sense that mastery in anything worth achieving takes a, a while. So be kind to yourself in that. I'm not saying don't set the goals. I'm saying don't beat yourself up if you don't take um, a, a year to accomplish what most people do in 10 years. Try to do it in one year. Absolutely, you're going to get further than if you just commit to, you know, this taking the next 20 years, but still. So the next year that... You, you move on from this, you're going to be starting at a much higher level. Um, in the beginning, growth seems kind of slow. It seems like you make progress incrementally and it's like tiny steps at a time. And then you have those breakthrough moments where things get better and you have like this huge wave of um, progress and then it goes back to being slow again. The longer you stick with something though, the bigger those breakthroughs are, the bigger the jumps forward are. So year two, you make... a. Uh, exponentially more progress than you do in year one. If you're in year two, if, if you've been doing something for a while and like this year is just, you know, you're kind of refocusing on it, that's when you can start to kind of say, okay, well, how do I really buckle down and how do I really expedite my progress? But getting started in something, you've got to understand that it's going to, that the first year, the first six months at least, is going to be a foundational time frame. Okay. Um, and that's the other reason why it's so important to pick the right goals, because if you're just in it for the for the short term, for the money or the surface level rewards, whatever it is, you're not going to stick it out for the long haul. 
If you're committed to something that you love doing though, and you focus on taking that as far as you possibly can, you're gonna build yourself up into a place of um, value and mastery. So next, remember, lastly, this is, um, remember that change is the law. Change is very important. Nothing's gonna rest. Um, water can't still without stagnating. So make sure that you find some new things to add to your schedule this year. If you're starting a totally new skill, awesome. Like that's, that's a good place to start. If you're, if you're already committed to something and you're focused on, you know, like I said, buckling down and making it better, find new ways to mix it up a little bit. Add new, add new dimensions to that skill, to that thing. Um, you know, otherwise you risk falling into a rut. So figure out what new skills you want to learn, what, what experiences you want to have, what you want to contribute. You don't have to do everything all at once, but you should find at least a couple things here and there that can introduce novelty into your life. And by the way, this doesn't have to be like a skill-based thing. This, this doesn't have to be um, like if, if you're, again, like if you're an author or musician or business owner or something, it doesn't have to apply to that. It can just apply to your life. If you, if you bring new interest in on a regular basis, it, it, it brings novelty into your life and that makes your, um, your, your general, your, your mood, your, your brain plasticity and all that good stuff, it, it keeps that fresh. It keeps that good. By constantly learning new skills, you're, you're going to be able to eventually combine them into something totally unique um, in ways that nobody else is going to be able to imitate. So these novelties, they don't necessarily have to be things that you completely commit to. This chair is squeaking like crazy. You don't, you don't have to necessarily commit to these, um, to these novelties, but they should be something that adds a, a new dimension and some sense of fun into your life, you know? For example, I recently got into 3D animation recently just to kind of like create logos for my stuff. And, you know, not, not, not because I want to be an animator, just because I, it's, it's not a passion that I'm rushing into and pushing to the limits. It's just something that's a skill that, you know, so I don't have to pay somebody else to do it. And it's kind of fun. Um, it's frustrating, it's a new, but it's a new challenge for me to take on. It, it kind of, when I start getting frustrated with my other pro things that I'm like actually committed to, it's nice to be able to break away from those and focus on something that's challenging, but doesn't, you know, my career's time like pivoting on it. You know, it's just, it's something else that I can focus on for a minute. I can distract myself with, but it's not a useless distraction. I'm not watching Netflix. I'm able to like go do something and learn something. Um, and, uh, and I mean, it is useful for me at the end of the day, because now I don't have to pay somebody else to make logos. Um, but like I said, it doesn't have to be practical. Just something that you enjoy doing. Um, like maybe if you take up a sport, you go play tennis with your friends just to stay healthy and spend time together. That's fine. You don't have to plan on being a professional tennis player. Um, just something new and novel that'll help keep your brain healthy and young. So thanks for listening, guys. Good luck. And if you don't hear from me before then, Happy New Year's.